Welcome to episode 123 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. From the outskirts of O'Hare Airport in Chicago. Yay. <laughs> Yay. The, the far, far, far outskirts currently. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty far. And the outskirts is true. I am Scott Prime, and with me today is Steve Kilowoggy Campbell. And let's just give it up to Scott. First time ever. Getting the introduction done on the first time. <laughs> Literally, 10 years in, first time ever. Good job. It really was. Like, yeah. No stutters, no coughs. No three-die block. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, Scott always defaults to the three-die block opening. I don't know why. It just <clears throat> sounds so... I don't know. You're used to hearing it more than you're used to hearing ours. Maybe because I pay attention more on other yeah. people's podcasts than our own. Of course. Because I get that still all the time. Like, oh, yeah, you're the Both Down guy. I remember this one episode. And I'm like, <laughs> I said that? And they're like, yeah, you don't remember that? Oh, that cracked me up. And I'm like, not at all. Yeah, no clue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I, I might have said that. I don't don't remember that. It's like, I'm not doubting you. I just, you know, doubt my own ability <laughs> to remember stuff. <laughs> Speaking of, it's yeah. that time to remember Chaos Cup is upon us, Steve. Sure is. And, and what better way to celebrate Chaos Cup than to have an episode dedicated to Chaos Cup itself and even having the host of Chaos Cup, Jeff Gallenbeck, on this show. Yeah, and in order to get this out in time before the registration ends, we're just going to have a quick episode of basically just us interviewing him. So that's what you get. To- hey, that happens, right? How's yeah. school going? I know you just started school because that's the kiddos? keeping you busy. Yeah, yeah. What's that? The kids? Well, no, aren't you also in school? Yeah, but my semesters run from like June to December. Oh, okay, okay. I go to Western Governors University, and it's an online college where you can do as many courses as you want. Um, yeah, I completed four courses in a week. No, two weeks this time, sorry. Just wow. so I could get reimbursed by the company. That sounds pretty fancy. Yeah. Hey, if they're if they're paying for it though, that's good on you. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I do I do have a couple others I'm gonna to try to push through once I have some downtime, but my work has really started ramping up. We, it's the first week that we actually have classes, so trying to actually understand my new job role, so that's been going well. And hopefully understanding this means that I might be able to squeak in Chaos Cup. But if I do make it, we'll go into that. But yeah. if if I do end up going, it'll be like a Friday out, Sunday back type thing, most likely. I got you. Well, um, it's been all about marching band camp here. Just to update everybody, because I know we're going to get to the episode here in a second. But it's been marching band camp for my oldest one who's in high school, which is crazy. Um, so she's been that, and then school, and like she's really, really enjoying it. And to the fact that the other day in the car ride home, she's like, I am really glad that you and like my band teacher really pushed me to give, you know, band a try in high school. She's like, it it is really fun so far, dad. And I'm like, so happy. So, and this is maybe not a life tip or anything, but I think what probably helps her is just having something outside of herself that she's doing. Cause you and I, you know, we collected comic books growing up. We had games, we had friend groups that, you know, we did stuff with. They... Oh, I had, I had sports. Yeah. I, I always said like, I never felt like I was the popular kid in class, like in school, but I was also 
not alone, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because I had my sports friends that I did sports with, and then I had my buddies that I did nerd stuff with, and kind of mingled with all these different people. So, And that's, that's like a lot of what I see with Esther's kids, is they tend to be alone. You know, they have their siblings, they have people they play with online, but they don't hang out with other kids outside, they don't well, have like group activities they do. <laughs> Not Blood Bowl related, but at the same time it is, because it's really fun to always... I mean, most of the time the Blood Bowl trips are really fun just because you hang out with people. Yeah. And I constantly talk to Jennifer about, like, my biggest thing I'm worried about is as my kids grow up is, like, I think they're going to be fine people. I just hope they have a few good, hardcore buddies, Mm -hmm. you know, people that they can rely on. Like, yeah, I haven't seen you a a ton since, you know, the big move in and your family and everything else. But that's also fine. But I know that... (laughs) If something happens, I call you and you're there. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? And that's the main thing. That, And I just want my kids to have something like that. I mean, it's funny. It's, being 47 and being around all these kind of younger kids at work, one, they say I look way younger than I am. So I guess um, me living a stress, stressless life of not worried about retirement and all this other <laughs> stuff maybe helps. But they're just always shocked at like when I say like, Oh yeah, that's my friend. I've known him for 35 years. And they're like, how the hell do you know anybody for 35 years? You know? Yeah. So, um, pr- pretty blessed in that thing. And I know a lot of people through blood bowl. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where we've met most of our most recent friends. Right. But and like speaking it, of one, yep. We got Jeff Gallen back waiting for us right now. So let's in this segment, let's talk to Jeff Pro. We'll be right back right after this. And we're back, and with us this time is Jeff Gallenbach, also known as Jeff Rowe, also the head of the Chaos Cup now. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you for having me. The man in charge. The man in charge. Yeah, temporarily. Temporarily? Uh, until, until people kick me out for doing wacky stuff. I don't think they can kick you There'll, out, can they? There will be an insurrection. There will be all sorts of pitchforks torches jeff if i had a prediction i would say you're stuck with chaos a cup until you're ready to give it up because that's usually how it goes mm-hmm. <laughs> i suppose after about we'll after see. about four or five years people go it's time for somebody else to try this thing <laughs> well it's a lot to put on but i mean you've been doing a great time you've been holding it at the rose hotel the last couple of years doing that again yes yep. yeah the rose is Rose is really, um, they stepped up to the plate this year. Um, because I remember you, the first year I ran in 2019, the mm-hmm. uh, rooms were like 130 bucks, which yeah. was a knockdown from whatever their 160 normal. Um, and it was, it was way more expensive. And then last year with, uh, COVID, um, they kept it at that like 125 or something. And then at the last minute or whatever, the, you know, three weeks beforehand, they're like, I think we'll drop the rooms down to like $99 a night. And that uh, made a huge difference for you, Scott. Yeah. And I think for other people too, they were like, Holy cow, $99 a night. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was my first thing when I met with the hotel about signing back up, they were like, what, were some of the good things what were some of the bad things and i said the fact that you guys reduced it to 99 dollars a night was huge 
if you can do that again, <laughs> there's, I don't think there's going to be anybody that can compete. Yeah. Well, especially um, with more advanced notice too, it'll help drive the people going because they know they can budget better. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, they took, they took the advice that you gave me, Scott, with regard to listen to, listen to the feedback. I went back with every little bit of feedback to the Rose Hotel. I said, they want cheaper food options. I love the $99 a night. We want to have the whole wing and not, you know, we want to be able to meet on Friday night and not pay for the room. But if it's available, use it. If it's already set for us, they were just like, check, 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 check. We want you back. Awesome. So that's, that's really great, actually. Um, so does that mean there's more food options from the hotel? Or yeah, that- they're gonna have they're gonna have a little grab and go uh, section. It's like you know five to, five to eight bucks for like uh, I think they'll have a Chicago style hot dog option one day and a taco option and maybe a, you know, a, a, a Chicago whatever the the Portillo's type beef type thing. Oh, the but Italian beef. Just like a simple, not sit down and have the right the Italian beef. Well, like I'm I think, not from Chicago. I mean, I think uh, that's good because it was. I had some of their food. It wasn't bad. It's was just it just seemed a little pricey, and for some people, maybe on a budget, yeah. something you know, faster and cheaper really gets them suckered. You know, hey, I guess they have no excuse now. I can go. And you know, honestly, for anyone who hasn't gone, this is not just like a days in or something. It's not a just regular hotel. This is a fancy, swanky place. Um, to, yeah. To be fair, as much as I love the Palantine, like because that's what I was used to from mm-hmm. going to Chaos Cup several several years in a row, and we just got used to the area and like where restaurants were. This hotel's way better than the Palantine. One. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I mean, uh, this is this is one of the nicest hotels that I've ever stayed at, actually. Yeah. And I've I've stayed in some nice places uh, when I was doing productions and some places would put us up in the, the same spot as like the the general Mills ceo or something they're just like oh you have the same hotel room um so i've stayed in some pretty nice places not like penthouse style suites but quality hotels the jw marriott that uh, was just built or actually it wasn't just built but the one that they built in uh, downtown indianapolis basically for the nfl draft mm-hmm. that's a nice hotel they built that one and we stayed in there like the first year it was open Jeez. and that's a nice place. And these are nicer. Hmm. So, and well, hold on, let's, let's start from the top here. If this is for September 25th and 26th um, for the weekend of chaos cup. And if people are flying in, if you let's act like this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, cause it probably is for somebody there. This is the biggest tournament in North America that you can go to this year and probably every year that I know of. Biggest um, tournament on this side of the Atlantic. And if you say you can't drive, <laughs> you certainly can fly because you're right next to an airport. Correct? Yes. That was my, my big thing. Johnny always wanted to do it, actually. He always wanted to have Chaos Cup next to the airport because he was marketing it internationally. He was like, this is the U.S. major, mm-hmm. but we want international people to come. And as unfortunately, the, the 
place in Palatine was a 45 minute Uber, half hour drive from the airport. It definitely um, half hour train, 15 minute drive. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not nearly as convenient as this is. And this is free, like free shuttle. Yeah. Airport. And you know how you tell you people you're going to Chicago? As much as I enjoyed the area of Palatine because I got used to it, yeah. it wasn't, it's not, it doesn't feel like downtown Chicago and where the Rosemont stuff is, you're just right there from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. And you could take a train downtown. You're not in the city. Like Rosemont is outside the city, but they it don't is, have but the it's, airport. it's still, right. I don't know, 30 minutes closer than uh, Palatine was. So, yes. It's kind of like the perfect distance that if we do go to a Cubs game or you go visit a museum, you're you're not that far away. I mean, the slog back when you went to like on Friday, we went to a museum and stuff. Man, the slog back was like it was killer. Yeah. Why, why 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 did we even go sightsee if we were gonna have to go sit in traffic for an hour and a half? So right. Well, yeah. The cool thing about this is you can take the I forget it's the red line or blue line right downtown. So mm-hmm. you don't even you don't even have to have a car to worry about parking. No, well, and if there's anybody who's traveling with uh, someone who's playing, the shuttle takes you to a lot of cool places around there. There's an outdoor mall, a movie theater, just a lot of neat little areas. Well, Steve, indoor skydiving. Mm-hmm. Steve, you flew up there. Yeah, two years ago. Two years ago, right? And yeah. you had no problems getting around or anything, right? Oh no, um, it was. I mean, I mainly got in to do the the event, but we stayed over for that Monday. And that Monday, we did take an Uber into Wrigleyville. But, you know, the, shut- the shuttle took us most places we wanted to go aside from that. Right. Well, and the fact that in the parking lot, there's two restaurants just right there that you can go to. Uh, three. Because Is of Dave & Buster's. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. It was like the Mexican place, Dave & Buster's, and whatever the other one is like with, a steak place yeah super fancy ups. and best steak i've ever had is 40 dollars for like a six ounce sirloin sounds crazy cheapest thing on the menu 100 percent worth it i would do it again in a heartbeat nice. true lux is no joke yeah oh true lux that's right that's what it was yeah but you want that so how much does it cost for people who want to there's still time to go register how much does it cost? Sixty-five dollars for, and that includes your NAF membership. Because I, I always renew my NAF membership at Chaos Cup. It's easy mm-hmm. enough for me to remember. And now that I'm doing it, Mike does it for me. So, so you're saying I need to renew my NAF membership? I can just pay for Chaos Cup, even if I don't go, and I'm going to get my renewal. If you, yeah, if I mean, it's sixty dollars. If you okay. have already renewed. So if your oh, membership, okay. if you renew your membership in January, it's only going to cost you 60 bucks. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. I thought you're going to automatically renew everybody there. I'm, I'm misunderstood. No, I'm sorry. No, it's, but it's, you know, only $5 to register on site and to pre-register as opposed to like doing it through the NAF. I think it's $10. Right. In person is five. In person is five. Yeah. Right. I got you. Cause they don't have to worry about mailing you mm-hmm. anything they'd give you your stuff right there much easier so what if what if i showed up the day of the tournament how much is that going to cost me that's going to cost you an extra 10 bucks extra 10 bucks so set i just 
70 bucks or 75 correct all right yeah okay and All please right. bring so your I, your rosters if you do that. Please send in your rosters early. Well, I just I just talked. I emailed our uh, guy. Uh, so shout out to Jordy, but don't know who he is. But he hey, emailed. Jordy. He was like, he's like, can I pay in cash? And I said, yes, you can pay in cash, but that's not technically pre-registering. And then you're going to have to print out your own rosters, and we'll see. Uh, he hasn't read the message yet or gotten back to me yet so i'll see if um we've had uh, people do that talk him talk him into pre-registering i like to have everybody pre-register just so that i can fill out the score oh yeah and get all the matchups for the first round done that's what i was gonna say we've had people ask that and i've basically told them yeah if you want to pay at the door and i'll even give you the discount price if you give me your roster early and you know you let me know your NAF name. We have everything set to go because that's my main thing. I want that taken care of. The money on the day of, that's that's perfectly fine. Don't care. But you do yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, two people show up because they decide not to, to pre-register. Then be prepared to uh, play with your buddy because you're going to probably go down at the end of the list. And I'll put <laughs> yeah. you right there. So if you drove eight hours with them and didn't plan ahead and decided to uh, just let me know at the last minute then be prepared yeah. to uh, sit across from for the next two and a half hours so all right uh something that i like that chaos cup at least since me and steve's been going and our our first chaos cup was 2011 and i don't know how it was before so i can only judge things you know from 2011 up and i guess i give a lot of credit to Johnny P who started it from me and Steve's perspective. He had, you know, every year he kind of had a different logo and I don't know if he was the, the guy who started that or if he took over from who ran it before Johnny was Tom, it like Tom? was it Tom, Tom Anders? Tom. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if Tom did that. So I don't, you know, I don't know where to give the right credit to, but pretty sure that's that a Johnny through, thing through the tra- yeah. transition from Johnny P to Katie to, to now you, you kind of just kept the good traditions of Chaos Cup alive. And every year, I think it's always cool to see the reveal of, you know, what kind of like theme the logo is going to have this year. Because there's a couple things you've kept going that for me, even if I can't make it, I'm going to pre-register because I want the cool collector's coin. And I don't use the coins at all. If you see me at a tournament, you're never going to see me flip a big old metal coin and try to accidentally chip your miniatures as I do the coin flip. Even though I want to do that, I don't. I, do but I love collecting I, those coins. I just used those coins in a tournament in uh-huh. Nebraska for the Halfling Hurl because I had two star players. And I was like, oh, we can use the coins to represent their crazy new special skills one time a game skills and flip oh. it over after you've used it guess how many times i used it not at all tournament? none, Zero. <laughs> none. <laughs> but it is a great idea but you got to carry yeah. it to the tournament so it's like I it made you feel him. good <laughs> i totally had a use for him to sit there and not get flipped over to the chaos side <laughs> so this year is like the chaos cup year the squig or the squig. yes squigs on the mascot the squig or the coins yeah yeah squig teams like i i had a whole bunch of different ideas i have a whole bunch in the bag of uh 
potential for for different ones and because they came out with second season edition i was not prepared for <laughs> them to redo blood bowl rules and whatnot so i was like well we're just gonna go with the squig year this year because so with that being said who knows i mean i guess it should be obvious to everybody but you are using the new rules you're not using 2016 yes. you're using 2020 season talk- two can i stop okay. on everybody right now yeah can, can we talk about, since we're just talked about the squig logo can we talk about everything you get with the cost and then we can go into the rules would that be a problem? Well, okay. Now, now you so everything off. you get, <laughs> you get, well, we're going to have a custom dice. So two different sets of D6s. Jack mm-hmm. from Maelstrom is doing the dice this year. Nice. So uh, he's getting more and more of the, the market share for swag that we do. Because mm-hmm. he's great. And he he's is. reliable. So that, everybody gets a patch. Everybody gets a coin. Everybody will get a one of six different squig models. Whoa, what? Tom at Impact. Right. That's Do awesome. you want a whole set? Oh, <laughs> you're going to have to go to Tom and ask him to get you the five you don't have. That's pretty neat, or actually. trade or go That's... to cereal boxes, open a cereal box and dump it out and try and get the one at the bottom of you. Is Tom yeah. going to be there again this year? Tom is not going to be here because, so, we're really close to Gen Con. Oh, yeah. It was one of the unfortunate things, one of the deals with the Rose, because I was trying to manipulate the the best deal and whatever, and and they said, if you can have it on that last week in September, then we'll give you this, 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 this. (laughs) And I was like, oh, sure, no problem, whatever. But I didn't realize that Gen Con was so close. And Tom obviously makes more money from Gen Con than he sure. does from sure. Blood Bowl stingy guys like us. So. Is he going to? Ha- is he at least going to send you some of the sets of other fives or the squigs? So who I, no, I'm not asking him to do that. Oh, okay. Because um, he's because he's given us models for free. Sure. So I'm going to give everyone who gets you know gets a swag bag is going to get one free. If you like yours, if you like somebody else's better than yours, you guys can trade, um, or you can contact him. The action, the the STL, it's a 3D print, and it was free, so you can probably find them and print them out yourself. Except there's 15 of them, and some of them don't print all that well. <laughs> Tom did the test. He was like, okay, these ones print like crap. These are the ones that kind of I could manipulate a little bit better. Here's the best ones. Um, Here are the ones that I've supported the best. And so I picked uh, half a dozen. And he said, we'll go with that. Um, So if somebody has a 3D printer, they can go and they can try and print their own. Cool. Probably. Not as easy as going to Tom and just yeah, telling him the other five. Just support Tom. Tom always, from my knowledge, always donates a miniature to Chaos Cup every year. And he's yes. the reason we have Chaos Cup, really. Wasn't him, it wouldn't so, be going on. I tell you what, that first year of Chaos Cup, the main reason I wanted to go was to get one of those classic, like, second edition Chaos All-Stars models. That mm-hmm. was like... 
I told Steve driving up, man, this is one of the biggest things. I'm going to get one of those models. Well, and and also at the time, you know, the secondary market was such that one model was going for like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. So we're like, you know, if we can just get that one model, this pays for the trip, you know, (laughs) it pays for the event. Uh, What else do you get besides uh, a random squig model? We'll be getting a star player card from specialplaycards.com, Jason Weaver, who is actually coming this year. Dang nice. It. So we need to get out there then. Uh, and then, oh, I just noticed I did not update the the webpage. It says a leatherette dice bag. I was looking at those. It <laughs> almost happened. And then when I was, came time to order them, they were like, you can't get them. What else would you like? Would you like this drink holder? I was like, no, I wanted the leatherette <laughs> dice bag. Damn, like, it was a really nice golf bag. Mm-hmm. It was really big, leatherette, so it felt like leather, except it, it wasn't a little bit less expensive. It was still more expensive than normal, but I figured yeah. since I don't have to buy face masks and hand sanitizer for everybody this year. Um, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a good segue. So you're not requiring them this year? Oh, we're or... probably wearing masks. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I it's... was... I was going to be, uh, well, I, I had put it on Facebook to, after I got my, uh, my vaccination and I was like, who's all as excited as me that we can yeah, uh, right. get vaccinated and not have to wear masks. And I got a lot of backlash from people and they're like, oh, are you going to keep, you're going to have mandated vaccine cards. And I was, I wasn't saying we <laughs> should get it mandated. I was just maybe hoping we wouldn't have to wear masks and but looks like we'll be wearing masks and probably then, not a bad idea anyway not with that delta have, going around so right i mean and we have people flying in from all four corners of the country we got guys from washington we got guys from southern california we got guys from the east coast who have never been up here we got the florida crew we got texas we got minnesota Jeez. so we have people coming from everywhere we might uh we very possibly have some Canadians coming if um if things don't get shut down if they're mm. vaccinated and they're able to get through, um I think we'll probably have some some Canucks. Jack Petruco is trying to come down. He's got a room book, so cool. the only thing that's going to keep him from coming is is the world another wave. <laughs> it was actually kind of neat. We um at the tournament that we went to last weekend, there was actually a guy there that had a maelstrom mat and he was he's like no i just found this neoprene mat and my buddy bought it online and i really liked it so i got one i don't really know where it's from i'm like is it maelstrom he's like yeah i think that's the name and he sh- showed he had the bag in and like yep that's our buddy jack yeah jack does good stuff he does speaking of jack is doing pitches for you if you pre-register right Yes. Oh, you can you can pre-order the mat even if you're not going. Okay. Um, and he's going to be shipping them here. So if you're in the United States, you won't have to pay um, international shipping. And so if you're if if you're able, you know, if you're not able to come and you want the mat, then just contact me and we'll get it ordered and get you one because they're really neat. This year, although. Yeah, it's not up on the on the website yet because Jack got hacked and um, he, he lost some of his files. Oh man! So 
he lost his files. I kept contacting him. I was like, hey, Jack, uh, were you going to give me an exasperatedly just messaged me like a, a week ago? He's like, yeah, so uh, I kind of lost everything and I've had to rebuild it. And it's been really stressful, but I'll get it done. And I was like, okay, well, I, I trust you. You have not, he has not done anything that's been crap. So you'll get a little extra time. As long as we get all the orders in for the mats by, I think it's like August 21st. So that, that'll be the, the last time we're able to order mats. But people oh. have been pre-ordering them sight unseen just because all of them are cool. Yeah, well, and Jack, it's great to Jack have does a, a... such a good job normally. I mean, like, we went through him. Cast Cut before has gone through him. You're right. There's no reason not to trust them, you know. Yeah, it's also great to have a souvenir. That's one of the things I love about the mats is just as a souvenir, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like the band con. I mean, it's like, yes. like um, the band T-shirt if mm-hmm. you went to a concert. So. And they cost about the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you wanted to talk about rules, right, Steve? Oh uh, yeah, the, you're the, going to the segue of speaking of 2020 <laughs> rules. Yeah, it's just you're using the season two season. rules. So um, it's using the single and the double and all that fun stuff. So it's changed up the amount to start with and the skill package. Yes, I've always wanted to add up a little bit of stuff, and I've gotten a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, you just get more viability for other races mm-hmm. if you increase the team value. And so I saw the change to second season as a perfect opportunity to increase it. Now it's not as high as some I picked, (laughs) like I picked 1.12 to be stupid. Um, But also because like that with the 180 and gold gets you to Mm 1.3 overall. And so that I think is a, a manageable thing. There's just about every race that you can come up with something that's interesting to play. What was it last and year? Do you remember? Was it last one year? Was one? No, one. last year was one million. Just one million. Kept okay. it. Yeah, because so, it was always super tight. So what this is going to allow, which I think is good, is I I often look when I go to a tournament. <laughs> I'm too I'm too much of a wussy to play with dwarves or whatever with just 11 people. And I want at least one reroll. So at Chaos Cup, oftentimes to get what I felt like I needed to be, I guess, the best that I could be, or my crutches for taking a certain team, pieces I felt comfortable with, you know, it narrowed it down because it's like, you know, and here's another thing. I want to play Wood Elves maybe at Chaos Cup, but to me the fun of having a Wood Elf team and I know it sounds stupid because it's not optimal. I want a tree man on my wood elf team <laughs> because to me, that's what makes the wood elves wood elves. Otherwise, I'm just going to play pro elves, you know? It, so a lot of the high end players do take the tree. So it's not that unusual. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, so, you know, I think that's good that you kind of expanded this out. At least try it for one year. There's nothing wrong with that. And if uh, for some reason, you know, something seems too overpowerful or i mean you're you're going to get feedback you know people are going to talk people are going to talk and give you feedback you know to hopefully and i I recommend all players do this tell your to what you like and dislike about the tournament 
<laughs> yeah, even well, if you, there's even if you disagree speak it so they can at least take that information and just go evaluate it and decide if that's important or not yeah there's already a load of, of talk uh on my facebook blood bowl community about different um different builds and what's overpowered and star players overpowered and this and this build is overpowered and the the fact that i've seen three to four different things that people have mentioned that they're like oh yeah that's overpowered i was like okay good <laughs> we got four different things they can all duke it out and then we'll find out what's really overpowered about it because um well i mean at the end of the day i don't care what people say about being overpowered or not i bet you if i got to see the field of coaches i could pick 20 of them and tell you they're gonna be you know 15 of these guys are gonna be in the top because usually I don't care. I know everybody says there's a lot of luck in Blood Bowl, this and that. The good coaches are good coaches for a reason. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Still got row sixes and pows. Well, you still got to. <laughs> but uh, to me, the better coaches seem to not roll as many dice as some of us other people who sometimes pull it off, but then other times we bite the bullet when we roll too many ones and stuff. So oh, No, absolutely. They mitigate risk well, and that's why they continue mm -hmm. to do well. But mm -hmm. regardless, it's it should be fun to see the competition. And there's a whole lot of, of stuff that we just don't know about uh, the new rules, like leaping over prone players like who's the first one that's going to find like a, a a trick or some little trick play about how to use that to your advantage so jeff um, we learned at the last tournament we went to that um i guess the like prayers for nuffle table the normal one is like for i guess made for leagues and the yeah. guy who ran it had us use the exhibition uh prayers yeah. and table so that never dawned on me until we were in the moment and then i was like oh that makes sense i would have never yeah thought so. well that's because the the normal one has like stuff that grants you as star player points or yeah, something that's that makes sense. just not applicable um but yeah there's some people that are like the prayers and nuffle thing is is broken overpowered and i'm like i don't know well so i don't, with I don't think with, with the new yeah. rules, obviously you're using the exhibition match rules for that. Any other new 2020 rules that you had to make a call on or are waiting to hear feedback on or just confused by as to how it's going to the implement? only thing that is going to be different from what is written in the book as what you should do, um, the 2020 rules have... Um, for star players in league, they say in league, if two teams hire the same star player, neither of you get them. For exhibition, both players get them. Yeah. And Mike said, no, we should do Highlander. It's going to be quicker. It's going to be easier. And so he made that call uh, way early before anybody was even playing with tournaments. And I was like, hmm. I like the idea of both people having the star player. Yeah. Like I one of them too. would be a fake. Exactly. But then I was like, but then Mike said, no, it'll make things quicker. And I was like, hmm, no, staying on time. That's a good thing too. Staying on time is a great thing. I've loved staying on time 
we're going to go with that. And then with all this stuff that people have been talking about, like, oh, this star player combination is broke. This star player combination is broke. Uh, halflings are broke because they can take uh, Griff and Morg. And I'm like, okay, Highlander rule. Yeah, yeah. The uh... you both take Griff and Morg. There Guess was what? some tournament. Just play with flings. There was <laughs> some tournament where the top five teams of the top five, four of them were flings. And I was like, how did that happen? And they're like, well, they took the stars. I'm like, oh. Where was this at, Steve? Some tournament online. They posted that uh-huh. four of the top five were halflings. I was like, that's just weird. What was the rule set? And they said nothing weird except the fact that all of the flings took the two big stars. So, yeah, it's not the flings well, winning. It is them. It was also a really large uh, build. That was it. Like I think they started with like a they started with like thirteen hundred team value that you got, and then you got skills on top of that. Okay. And Stunties got an extra skill package ah. because they were tiered lower. I so hate tournaments like that. People, yeah. people had two trees with block and break tackle and morgue and uh, Griff Oberwald. And that's one thing that we need to actually look at because. The way the teams are now, I get that they're tiered, but they're not as much of a cliff as they used to be. You know, it used to be one, then two, a little bit, and then way down for three. And now it's like one, then a little bit two, and then maybe a little bit more for three. Three can hold their own a lot now, especially with the stars. They tightened them up. Uh, I think really well. Yeah. And I still like, I like the aspect that, that there are teams that you can take that aren't necessarily the, the most optimal or build if for people who want to challenge or when you're playing with just your buddy who you're trying to introduce the, the game to like, oh, I'll take one of these teams. that's not as good. And you take one of the ones that's better. Yeah. That way you can learn a little bit better. It's a, a built in way to uh, mitigate coaching skill level it's great i think i think this bigger build going from 1 million to this 1.12 you know um million is going to you're going to see a lot of different teams you're going to see a lot more large monsters on the pitch and probably you're going to see a lot more star players which in the fluff, they should come out for this event because in the fluff, this is Chaos Cup. This is like a major a tournament where the big, you know, the big freebooters go to make some money and help their team win. Yeah. So I think I'm actually really interested. I'd, I'd like to get you back and after all this is over and kind of hear about like what some interesting builds you saw or like how it's, you know, the landscape has changed from previous Chaos Cups. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's talk, you, you said you're given, um, 180 gold pieces to buy normal and double skills or what we're used to now, I guess, in second season is primary skills, which is 200 K or I'm not sorry, 20 K and then secondary skills, which are 40 K each. You say you may not, uh, purchase any stat upgrades. Good call. Um, you may give each player up to two additional skills. So in theory, you could have a team of 11 humans with nine of them to have two skills each. Is that correct? 
nine of oh, two skills. Right. You get. I'm no. sorry. Four guys with two skills each. I'm sorry. I did my. Well, mind. I mean, with with humans, if you're yeah, if you're doing blitzers and catchers and throwers, that yeah. already have I'm skills. I'm sorry. I, I had my mouth wrong. <laughs> Add get, one skill. You can get yes. nine, up to nine normal skills, so you could theoretically get four guys, four and a half guys with uh-huh. double skills. That makes. Uh, yes. And then you may only take up to four of each skill total. So you can only have four guard on the dwarves. You can only add four block to the Nurgle team, which is... So you'd only have option. eight Amazon Blitzers. <laughs> right. Right. Stupid Amazon. Correct. Jeez. But, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, a heck of a, a team to show up with. Nobody likes to see that. <laughs> no. And then you still have more skills to play with. Right. Because <laughs> then you just throw four on the blobs and you give, you know, Sidestep. some of them guard. Because don't, oh, don't Amazon Blitzers have strength access? Yes. Yeah. Well, they did in the old rules. Oh, don't pull me on the new rules. Yeah, Amazons can be nasty. The last one we went to, Amazons won all. But it was, there's was no skills, so it doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah. it actually means a lot. They did. Well, yeah. Well, but I'm just saying, like... In they regards went through to a dwarf team and they went through a chaos dwarf team with ease. So, um, so the event starts Saturday. I'm looking here at your little schedule here. You got some announcements check in that starts at eight o'clock, and round one kicks off at nine o'clock in the morning. You're gonna run two rounds to like one forty-five, and then you got a lunch break. Back at two forty-five, two forty-five to seven thirty-ish, and then you have something first. Yeah, first day is a slog. Four games. It's Crusher. And then? And then at 8.30, Squig Dungeon Bowl Tournament, limited to the first 20 participants. Explain this, sir. So Squig Dungeon Bowl, and I may move it from Saturday. I may move it to Friday. It depends on who signs up for it. Um, we don't have a lot of people that are uh, have expressed interest in it. It's... Uh, if you've ever getting... played, <laughs> you've ever played Dungeon Bowl, it's ridiculous, and so uh, it can be over in twenty minutes. It could take two hours. Um, it's you know your your typical Dungeon Bowl um, players come in at a time. You'll have four players in one dungeon, but then there's going to be a fifth player who can't win anything. Is just there to move around the squigs. And there'll be six squigs in there. He rolls a d6 to see which one moves randomly, and then he moves it. So you have one person in charge of the squigs um, that's just moving one every between everybody's turn. So, is this an actual uh, tournament? Are you going to start with four pods and then narrow it down to a final? Yeah. So, um, to, yes. So <laughs> the winner, the winner would get to it. Now we might, we might not have. Uh, we might not have that many people if we <laughs> we might only have enough to do one and that's fine um but if we you know if we have two then maybe we'll have a a, a showdown with uh with two people that play in a dungeon and then we'll have like four people throw squigs and just try and <laughs> eat their lunch all day but um, i think i might i might try and move it to to friday because Four games on Saturday is yeah. a is a slog. Yeah, it's nice to go sevens. eat afterwards. There's going to be the sevens on Friday night. I was about to ask you about that. Is there an event on Friday night? There is. 
So James Luff is running sevens. And yeah, that that shouldn't take too long. I think it's going to start at seven o'clock. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Can't have seven start at eight. That's stupid. <laughs> so if anybody out there is traveling in and they're going to play sevens for the very first time, I'm going to tell you a couple things. It's still blood bowl. So it might wear you out for the next day. Meaning like if it's brand new to you, I know, it killed Gary last year when he went. He played <laughs> Friday night and played all those games. And then Saturday, by by round three and four, it was just like, like you said, a slog. And he wasn't used to that. And that was just a lot of Blood Bowl for him. Another thing, if you are going to play in the sevens tournament, don't do what I did and just show up. You need to look over the damn rules <laughs> and like how the kickoff stuff happens and the setups for kickoff and everything else or – I'm telling you right now, one of those Florida guys are going to blow you out of the water because they're used to playing sevens often. And somebody who's used to the rules knows some little, you know, they know they've been there before. They know the setups. They know what can happen. Prepare yourself. <laughs> but they are yes. quick. They are quick little fun games, you know, with like no rerolls and stuff. Anything can happen. And it could be really bad and it could be really good. You just never know. So anyways, that's my advice for sevens. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and play in sevens. I don't particularly, I don't like sevens as much as I like uh, normal 11s, um, but it's fun. So we'll definitely we'll, we'll bring up, we'll bring a fun painted team out there and just there you go. push things through dice. I would just play elves if I did it all over again. You know, with elves, you if you have four guys on the pitch, you can still do things. You know, with other teams, you're kind of dead in the water once you get outnumbered. So. Very, very true. All right, then uh, I, I'm assuming is, <laughs> I know we always call it SaulCon. Is that going to happen all weekend with Saul bringing like 400 board games to everybody to play games and stuff? Yes. He and Aaron Wisniewski are probably going to bring board games okay. on Saturday night. And so that'll that'll be happening. Um, we'll have the rooms open for that. I, the, whole, the whole wing is going to be ours. So um, even so the little side room. rooms and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, if you if you if you've never been to Chaos Cup before, you need to go. And if you like to play board games, and you think, "How am I gonna? I don't want to bring some board games because I'm taking <laughs> an airplane, or I don't have room in the no. car. I have three of my buddies. Trust me, Saul and Aaron are gonna bring so many board games. You're gonna think like these guys are crazy. But uh, Saul, who we're talking about, is Solomon nicely, uh, great, great person. And um, I know he would love to have more people around playing board games. He's a big board gamer like me. So good stuff. Yeah, I just went to the uh, tournament for Terry um, in Nebraska. And uh, Aaron let me stay with him. And uh-huh. he introduced me to a couple games. One oh, yeah, that I'm totally getting. What would you play? Uh, wingspan. Apparently okay. he and his wife had been playing Wingspan on a daily basis. They just kept it on their dining room table. But my dad is really into birds. Um, he's retired. That's you know, it's what old people do. Start watching birds. Um, he's got a stupid clock that chirps every hour, and it chirps as a different bird. <laughs> but this game, Wingspan, it's basically about um, you know, har not harvesting birds, but like creating uh areas for different birds water birds birds on the ground birds in trees Hmm. and you kind of get different birds and it's got a little app 
that you hold the thing over and it will play the song of that bird, like that oh. bird whistling. Oh, that's neat. I know. So I thought that would be pretty cool for my dad. I know we sold the mess out of those games and we still do. Like every time we get some new ones in, it's like, Hey, we got to restock and people just come in and buy. I have never played it, but I heard it's a, it's a great game where it's like competitive. And yet at the same time, you don't feel stressed is how it was described to me. Like you're having fun either way. Is that how you felt? Yes. Okay. Yeah, actually. Um, because it has a lot of the same conventions, um, that, uh caverna has okay uh caverna which is so agricola mm -hmm. so uh, agricola was made and one of the big feedback things for it was it's really stressful if you're not able to feed your your dwarves <laughs> then they die so it's like you really have to feed them like everybody has to do that everybody has to do that and if you can't then that kind of ruins the game for you well, he fixed that with Caverna. So now there's multiple avenues. So you're still kind of stymied by, you know, somebody picks this, so you can't do that. But you can go a completely different path and still have a chance to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And that is very much so with Wingspan. There's so many different ways that you can uh, go and try and get points and, you know, get big birds, get small birds, get, you know, different rare birds or get birds that do different things and you're you're not stuck by what somebody else chooses to do well, that's occasionally but not to a point where it gets frustrating for the game is your dad a board gamer eh not really <laughs> we'll see if this bridge is the we'll gap see. though right yeah right <laughs> I, yeah the, who knows what am I, maybe what we'll am just I, spread them all over yeah the one of my favorite memories getting the things was when my grandma, she was in her 80s, and before she passed, one <coughs> before she passed, I took Ticket to Ride Out to uh, play, try to get my special needs brother to play that because he was into trains. Well, my grandma sat in and went ahead and just played with us for some reason. I'll never know why because she's never played games before. And boy, you about the fourth turn in, she's like, this is actually really fun. I mean, it like ticked a box for her for some reason. And I'll never forget like how that we, I got a board game moment with my grandmother before, you know, she left this plane. <laughs> so I'll always remember that and be thankful for, I never want to play ticket to ride again. I, I like it being <laughs> that the last, that's the last game I played with my grandmother and, and, you know, let it be. I mean, it's a great game. I just don't want to play it anymore. So, <laughs> all right. I guess yeah. we should get back to blood bowl, right? So squigs. We can. <laughs> Squigs. Yeah. Squigs. Oh, squigs so, Dungeon Bowl. So yeah, you get oh, your sixth round. You get a pet squig. Oh yeah. Let's talk about yes. that. Oh yeah, the star the star player squig, which I have not put on the website yet because I haven't updated the website. And so now we get a both down exclusive for what the star player you're going to get in round six is going to be. Dun, dun, dun. It's just a squig. <laughs> <laughs> but uh It'll, it's modeled after the um, Bumble Secret League squig team, Cave okay. Squig. So movement six, strength four, agility three, armor eight, with leap, very long legs, claw, really stupid, and no hands. Jeez. So, just a little wrecking machine. Just a little wrecking, a stupid little wrecking machine that can leap on a three. 
and so you're you giving th- away an award for the person who does the most casualties by them. Or fouls. Yes. Or... You're not going to foul with this quick. Well, probably not, but you never know. Uh, somebody there will. If everybody's already yeah. down and you're going for the award, you do a foul. Are you still doing mutations, Jeff? Yes. Because yep, that's so been everybody a... will get. Yeah, go ahead. That You are correct. That has been uh, a, a staple for Chaos Cup. The Chaos Round, um, players that have a your general lineman position type of 0 to 12 or 0 to 16, um, unless you're Chaos, Chaos Pack, Nurgle, Underworld, or Corn, um, then you can put extra two extra mutations, your choice, on to those players. Nice. So. Is the squig going to count as a player on your team, or is it going to be like the 12th player for everybody? Because I've been to tournaments where you get a special star player, and when they've done that at some of the ones I've been to, that round you actually had 12 people on the pitch. Oh, no. That's what I was asking. He's a part of your team. Yeah, part of the team. So one of the 11 that you will field. So that means those guys in that top table will sit their squig to the side so they don't have to mess with his dumb ass. <laughs> Stick him on the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's the, the worst case scenario. Like, he's I understand. Armor value eight. Stick him on the line of scrimmage to get to get punched in the face. Like, that's, that's perfect. So for anybody that really wants to to mitigate the really stupid and, you know, also... You can't have something that's super overpowered because uh, the NAF doesn't like that. No, of course not. But hey, Is there anything that we have not addressed that you'd like us to speak about? Mm. Probably checked all the boxes in a roundabout uh, way. So you're saying, uh, I'm, I'm just going through the rule pack here. After round five, the top four people will be in the top two tables with all have a chance to win chaos cup. Um, and then you're going to take the top two stunty teams ranked one and two and put them into like a stunty bowl to play that out. Yes. And then unless you have, that stunty team is on the top table, right? Could happen. They could. It might. Snotlings, halflings, Morg. goblins, goblins got better. It's not going to be ogres. Ogres suck. <laughs> I still try to play ogres in the, the stupid goblins. You have 12 awards you're giving out. That's a lot. Do I? Yep. I Jeez just Louise. That's good, though. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> and uh, we share the wealth, so nobody's going to walk away with a, uh, two awards with more than one. Unless there's a painting award. There's also painting awards. Oh, yes, we're painting. Those. We're showing off our toys. So yeah, those are just the the regular awards. Then there's the painting awards. You got special judges coming in for that? No. I mean, you're not judging, is what I'm getting. Nope, at. not yet. Um, everybody's going to get to vote. Okay. So we'll have the voting. And so everybody will, um, I'm going to try and find a better way to display the teams this year so that people can see them and definitely have a little setup. Um, I was not prepared. 
last year because, um, well, Mike Mike didn't show up and do it. So. That's the constant struggle of painting competitions to me. And, like, the only thing that would work is if you take photos and upload them to a website, people can go look at them, but then are they going to look at them and blah, blah, blah. Right. And yeah, those... it's a little bit of a challenge when people show up with the team and that they're playing it and they want, mm -hmm. but there, there are ways to, to get it. If you're proud of your team, if you painted up a really, really, really good team and you have a display then show it to every opponent that you have and say, I'm putting this in the painting competition, go have your friends look at it, blah, blah, blah. So hawk your own uh, abilities. If you're really proud of what you want, yeah, we sure. love toys. I love toys. Yeah, Let's and show off our toys. And if you're like me and you show up to Chaos Cup and you are proud of your team because you play it locally, and then you go to Chaos Cup and you see all these painted teams and you go, God, I suck at painting. Suck. <laughs> these guys are amazing. I tell you what, last year I hired out a guy that I believe, I'm not 100% sure if he got an award, I cannot remember, but I loved how he painted it. You know, I saw met him for the first time. Didn't he get uh, best stunty with the ogres? Um, or maybe got wooden spoon. I don't know. Get... Oh, Alan uh, Benfield. Uh, yeah, Alan. And um, I hired him out, He's man. A great I was painter. like, yeah, oh gosh. And I was like, dude, I need to talk to you after this. And he was like, okay. And he he painted my old World Alliance team, so like I'm really happy. So another thing about great about chaos cup you can make connections to other people around the world you can see them face to face you can talk to them you can find out their strengths and weaknesses and you know maybe they can help you out you know so good stuff i've loved chaos cup since my, my first year of 2014 and that's where i met for the first time two of my very good friends that um i met through fumble and our, our personalities clicked online playing in leagues on Fumble. And we just decided to go to, to Chaos Cup together one year. Keller Reeves and Ken Bergen. and Two of the most disgusting, horrible sure. people you can ever... Oh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Ken's nasty. Oh, well, Ken's yeah, nasty. that's true. And again, Ken if you haven't crass. gone to Chaos Cup, I mean, we give each other crap, but... It is like a big summer camp because everyone stays in the same hotel. You're playing games all weekend. You're hanging out. You're meeting people like people that you don't know. You're still going to hang out with them. You're going to chat with them. You'll know them next time you come. And on to that point, bringing it back to the Rose Hotel. So the first year that we had at the Rose Hotel, I think, um, I think we had maybe somewhere in the lower 80s mm -hmm. with regards to room nights. Like they count like how many people are staying, how many rooms are rented and how many for how many nights. And it was only like 80 room nights for the first year because people were staying in other hotels. This year already with just 60 people paid thus far, we have over 100 room nights booked. Wow. So people are staying at the hotel. Yeah. For the There's people that are staying there uh, a little bit after turning it into mini vacations and there's just more people that are staying there. So we're going to dominate that place. That's going to be awesome. Oh, Scott, you're on mute. You muted yourself. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. I can't hear you. So I did something. Even Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Can you hear us? 
Now we can't hear you. What are you doing? Oh, I accidentally hit this button again. I always push buttons. God. I never do it on purpose either. This is this is real life. This is 47, folks. Um, <laughs> he hits it. He hits it when he uncrosses his legs. Yeah, yeah, my big sack hits the thing. Um, if you're traveling in by yourself, though, like if you take the leap and you want to travel, I'm telling you right now, you will you will not eat a meal alone unless you choose to go eat that meal alone because there's so many, there's a lot of fellowship at these things. And like Steve said, you know, it's a big fraternity. It's a, a club or whatever it is. You know, if you make yourself available, somebody's going to hang out with you. So don't feel like you're just going to be stuck in your room. You're going to come right down and play Blood Bowl and stuff like that. Really, some of the best times at Chaos Cup is when you mingle more. And it doesn't mean you have to go get drunk or you don't have to go to a club or, I mean, maybe some of us have done that in previous years. <laughs> but Hanging out at the hotel sometimes is your best memories and some of the greatest stories you're going to get from these things. So it is fun. Although the little nightlife at the Rosemont Place across the line, you can go and uh, shoot pool. And there's what, a whole where was large there a outside thing. thing. There's a, a bar like just on the other side of the highway. So the, the shuttle will take you there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I thought you meant at the hotel like, there was a pool. pool No, there's not. Okay, okay. I was like, I missed that. No, time. over in this is like a chocolate place and a theater. There's a whole bunch of little places over there. We found an Oberweiss not too far from there, so <clears> that's, still, that's still good news. That's true. Okay, well, I think we've probably taken up enough of your time. Uh, so again... If there's anything else you'd like to talk about or promote, we're happy to do it. I will say uh, one more thing. Josh Wojcik is had painted the Squig team for the raffle. That was the other thing oh, that yeah. awesome. um, kind of made me decide on the theme was Pedro Ramos sculpted a Squig proxy team through Hungry Troll. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I was like, I'm buying two. I'm just <laughs> buying two. One is for Chaos Cup and one is for me. This thing needs to go like I... I this team is awesome. It is awesome. so awesome. What is it proxy to, or what is it supposed to proxy to? It can, pro- well, shoot, you can use your imagination, Scott. You just well, be tapping your inner child. No, I know. I'm going to use mine for dwarves. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Cause a lot of those like proxy teams, they kind of have like an ideal format and then they make extra positional. So you can use it for like three or four teams. I was just curious if he maybe said specifically like, I originally saw this as ogres, but you can use it for this or that. So, I, I think you'll be able to just do it. I mean, there's some larger ones, so if you wanted to use it for, you know, a chaos pack team, you could. You could probably swing it for anything. Ooh, a pack um, team would be cool. Yeah, like anything that you had positionals for. Um, you know, red ones, yellow ones, white ones. His, his company does really, there. really good work. Every time I see one of his art style Kickstarters and, or whatever, their Indiegogo, whatever mm-hmm. the funding machine is, it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't need this team, but I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah, Pedro is my favorite. Um, but Josh did a fantastic job. Um, so I'm taking some pictures, and that's uh, what's kind of uh, holding up my update of the website. But um, I'll be posting pictures of that and uh, the charity that will decide to 
give it off yeah. to because not sure how much other stuff Mike's going to have for a raffle, which is good and bad. Um, not having as much stuff to raffle for um, and give away kind of kept us on time last year. Um, but one of the things I wanted to keep in there was the fact that somebody could walk away with a really, really, really fabulous, fabulous team. And not many people are going to have squid teams. No, Definitely not. That's true. So. I mean, that, that that's kind of the thing too, right? The right raffle gets a lot of people participating in there. You know, somebody might go, oh, I got an elf team. I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, squigs, you know, stuff like that is always good for raffles. Um, I know we're trying to wrap this up. I saw, I believe it was Phil Bonarek is doing the legacy yes, team. The Chaos Legacy so, team. The legacy team. Explain yep. that to people who've never been before. They're hearing this for the very first time. They finally talked to their wife. They're coming to Chicago. What do they need to do? So legacy team is basically you bring a model of the theme. This year it's squigs. So bring a squig model, paint it like something. Um, there's different colors that we'll be able to paint it for. Says Phil is uh, setting it up to be a proxy for a number of different things. So you, you sign up for a yellow squig or you sign up for a green squig or you sign up for a purple squig. Um, and then your painted model entry uh, gets you in to uh, randomly win the entire set of everybody's painted stuff. So it's a little bit akin to the, that fraternity of, okay, I'll paint it and I'll donate this model. And then you, that earns you a spot in the raffle. So Bill is running that. He has that up on Facebook um, so that you can sign up for it. And is, is that in the Blood Bowl community or is that on like the Chaos Cup web page, like Facebook page? I believe there's both. I think he put it on the Chaos Cup uh, Facebook site. Okay. And there's a link to it somewhere in the Blood Bowl community as well. Okay. And if anyone so, yeah. wants to win it, if I do go, just stand next to me. Uh, five of the last winners have stood <laughs> exactly next to me or come with me on the trip and won the damn thing. <laughs> I think the legacy team's really cool. You donate one model, you go there, and you, I mean, most of the time you have like a one out of 16 or, you know, anywhere from one out of 14 to one out of 20 chance of winning a whole painted team. And it's a, it's a cool idea. I wish, this is one thing I wish we could do at Oklahoma Bowl. And to be honest, we probably could do that more often at Oklahoma Bowl. I just don't want to organize. It. I'd rather paint the model and hand it off to somebody else than organize it itself. But yeah, I always loved Chaos Cup for doing this because I, you know, there's some cool teams that come out of this. I mean, you know, Phil does it. Oh, I, I think Phil's done it every year. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that, but he'll tell you like the team colors for Dark Elves this year is red and blue, and then you just paint a red and blue model and turn it in. And you might walk away with a whole new team. I think Andy yep. Walton did it a while back. Pe- different people have done it. It's just basically whoever wants to volunteer and do it, because nobody wants to. <laughs> um, I've been I've been wrangling Phil to do it. Last yeah. year wasn't all that successful. Last year was COVID. Though. Last year was like, last year. Whatever. But so. okay. Um, so if people want information, they can go to Facebook, look up Chaos Cup. There's not many places that are called Chaos Cup, so you should be able to find it. Also go to chaoscup.com. We'll have the link on the website and in the show notes, that type of stuff. But aside from that, thanks for coming, and hopefully we'll be out there and seeing you. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we can hope. 
We'll cross our fingers. Whatever happens will happen, and I appreciate you guys having me on. As always. Thank you. No problem. We'll have you come back after it's all over, too. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. We'll be right back. We're back with the end segment of shoutouts. Shoutouts! Okay. So um, I don't really have anyone this time. We've been... That's the privilege of doing this when my kids are not here in the house. Oh, that helps, yeah. <laughs> uh, only shoutouts I have is um, just recently, I guess the big thread ball thing went on and yeah. like everybody's freaking out because like a vampire team won it. That's awesome. Um, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, just go into the Facebook Blood Bowl community group. Evidently, vampires are pretty good in this edition until they come out with a, a new spike or something that changes them. But um, Well, it was funny, too, because everyone complained about how vampires are unplayable now, and they're horrible, and they're the worst team now, bar none, and blah, blah, blah. And then someone's just like, well, if I give five pro to, to them, they're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and did you helps, know pro right? changed to three up? Um, yes, after somebody stated it. I mean... I Again, forgot about that we're completely. Not, we're not playing leagues all the time right now. And every time I ask people, I mean, look, man, my job just started just this week going back to like everybody has to wear a mask whether you're vaccinated or not. We had mm-hmm. one employee throw a fit and got fired because Good. he refused to wear his mask even though he wasn't vaccinated. He's also the guy that spreads the rumor that he has the formula that keeps the the virus from you and that everybody who's vaccinated is going to die in two years. Anyways, he got really militant mad and threw a big fit because he wasn't wearing his mask and stuff. And I I wasn't there, so I don't know what really happened, but the poor guy's gone through a lot and he believes a lot of this conspiracy stuff. So he threw a fit, he lost his job. Um, So it's it's unfortunate, but with the state of the world now and, yeah. I see so many more people with it now than I used to. And thankfully, they're not getting as, as much affected because of the vaccine. Imagine that. Well, well, one of um, a guy I know through acquaintances, Scott Van Eck, an artist guy, yeah. is doing some stuff for Robert. He he got the COVID stuff. And um, luckily, he is vaccinated. And he's the perfect candidate to get it and croak because he's overweight. He yeah. has diabetes very bad. And it looks like he's going to make it. And it's because of him being vaccinated and them getting him treatment early. So I had two former agents pass away from it with like inside of two weeks. And then like I have currently in my classes, I think two people that currently have it. But they're pushing through to try to keep the paycheck. I'm not trying to lose listeners or gain listeners here, but... You just got to remember, folks, if we're going to marvel at the fact that they can shoot a rocket into space, land a ship on another planet that's moving through space, and having the little rover go out and collect samples and this and that, you know, maybe they have the same technology in a couple <laughs> years to figure this stuff out. So. I'm not going to trust a doctor. What do they know? I don't know. Everything? <laughs> I, I, I saw some meme that somebody posted that, like, it's been like, man... For 30 years, you've ate nothing but hot dogs and other processed meat. You don't know what the hell's in that either. Yep. So, I know it's all a matter of trying to be in control of something. Of course. So, but anyways, that we are in control of the vampires. Threadbowl, congratulations to the guy who won it all with vampires. I'm glad to hear that they're pretty good. 
I feel like maybe now's the time for me to play them. And, yeah, um, probably. Um, I did notice something today, real quick, but before we do shout-outs, um, Mike Davies posted um, like a tournament thing today. Yeah. Like updating, like, hey, look at this. It's the tournaments. You know, like who won what tournament, where they were held, stuff like that for over the last couple months. And there was like um, a bunch of tournaments. I think it was maybe last month. And uh, Twisted Lords Con was on there. It even had Scott Prime winning um, most nice. casualties. So it, you know, it gave all the stats for the, those type of things. But um, what I thought was cool, I went to the NAF site to look at like how much my dwarf ranking was changed. Well, I noticed every tournament before this last one at Twisted Lords Con has the classic label on it now. And only Twisted Lords Con is my current, quote, Blood Bowl ranking. Huh. That's cool. So you might go check that out. I mean, it still shows like the old rankings, but record wise, the only record I have under, quote, Blood Bowl is for that dwarf the dwarves I played at Twisted Lords Con. Everything else is under classics or sevens or online. So you people out there that don't pay attention to that stuff, go check it out and look at it. I don't know what that means or what it matters. I don't know if the old rankings have gone away. Yeah. Because it still shows that like I think you can filter it for whichever way you want. I think that must be it too, because it shows like overall for dwarves I'm like a one five five ranking but in classic, I was one five two or something like that. So I haven't looked at it at a whole bunch, but I did just I'd noticed the difference to today when I just gandered at it. So, anyways, other than that, I don't have a lot of shout outs. Um, Same here. Yeah, we'll be back here in three or four weeks with another podcast, though, or earlier if we can get around to it. Just got to well, find we do time. that, and then we like film, se- not film. We <laughs> record segments, and then we like forget to do one segment, and then. Life, man, it's yeah. you wouldn't believe what my week's like. I feel like, well, especially now I with feel, a kid in the in an activity, Steve, it's three months till Christmas. Pretty that much doesn't sound right. I know it doesn't sound right, but it pretty much is. Pretty sure and it's I'm March. Talking, <laughs> it feels like that. It, it feels like it's like February ish. Yeah, and here here we are starting school and. I'm going to be going to football games all the time. And... Ew, that sucks. We all know that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to watch the daughter well, and their band. So. If you need, but... let me know. I'll... What's that? I'll go with you and get some hot dogs. <laughs> some processed meat? You don't know what's in them? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you don't have anything else, we'd like to thank everybody for listening today. And until next time, you're supposed to say something clever. Something clever. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, We'll see you next time. There we go. (laughs) Oh, I was really looking for this something clever. Something clever. There you go. See you guys. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime. And Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. You said Saturday's loss was just a bump in the road. I mean, what about this game? Where do you go from? You still got to come through Chicago. Utah, Indiana.
They still got to come to Chicago. I don't care what happens today. I don't care what happened in the other series. You know, they still got to come to Chicago.